Welcome to Ciao Bella, hosted by me, Erica Firpo, travel journalist based in Rome. Each episode of Ciao Bella, I sit down with Italy's creators, contemporary artists and artisans, designers, culinary experts, heritage brands, and innovative estites, and more who are defining and redefining 21st century Italy. Pull up a chair and join in. Hey there, Ciao Bella listeners. Let's jump right into a conversation on fashion with Walter Chiaponi, the creative director of Todd's. One of the things that I think I was, I was finding particularly interesting about you when I was doing a little research on you is that your background is, um, you know, it's, it's super um, fashion. And then yep. now you're with this historic le- leather goods company. And so I, and, and you're very young. So I thought that was, I thought that was really kind of cool because you're with a heritage brand. I mean, I know the other brands that you've worked with because I, 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 I definitely did uh, my, my research and you've worked with amazing brands. And I know Gucci and Valentino are now heritage brands, but again, you're, um, you know, you're, you're so fashion. And I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. This- yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean totally. Like, because my experience since like the beginning in the nineties, it was like uh, more or less like in a very fashionable, very trendy brand. And, uh, and I may call like my experience, like working in this, those kind of brand, but the things like really like maybe um, make thoughts like uh, interest in me, like it was because every uh, of all these company, which I work with uh, was like a leather good company and company with like a very strong heritage more or less many of that because like uh, from Givenchy to Gucci to to other one like uh, they all like very like Italian DNA company and uh, and also like I think it's something like we want to do also thoughts to make it uh, a bit more edgy keeping like the idea of like traditional craftsmanship leather goods which because I really care about it but also make it like in the same level of every other Italian brand. This is like my challenge kind of. I mean, that's, that's kind of, that's, it's a, it's a big challenge, but it's also like, I feel like it really fits with, with your background and what you've already been doing. And I just, I mean, it's, I I love the phrase that you use. I love how you said Italian DNA. Um, Yeah. I love like Italian DNA. And like also for many people now, like it doesn't it doesn't exist anymore like a proper Italian lifestyle as it was like in the 60s, 70s, which is like very like a um, moment which I really related and I really love also if I was not even born. But in that moment, like Italian lifestyle was obvious, like there was like a, a Hollywood on Rome, all the cinema going on, all the art going on. So it was easier like to speak about Italian lifestyle and um, speaking about DNA and like uh, Italian heritage now, like I just like tried to take that time and put it like in 2021 and uh, to make like people aware that like those kind of lifestyle is still existing because uh, as an Italian, I'm really proud of like uh, our sense of style, of happiness, of uh, Joie de vivre, and I try to make all these elements, and of course, fashion, because like we love fashion and we are really famous for that. So I try to take all these things and put it together, like sometimes also like a bit the Dadaism, but uh, I think it's very interesting 
like looking to the past and going to the future and uh, not be nostalgic, but just like to 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 be clear and to be direct uh, of my point of view. Well, Walter, you grew up in you grew up in outside of Milan, no? Outside Milan, in the countryside. I I born in Milan and I stayed in Milan like uh, since I was uh, till I was like six, and after my parents decided to move like outside Milan, like forty five minutes away of Milan in Valtidone, which is an amazing place, surrounded by nature, animals, and very like um, good people, which I love to go back every, not every weekend, but most of my weekend. And uh, I really care about my, how I growing up, because it was really like between two parents, which was like growing up and like at most of his life, like in the city, but also like with a very like good, sense of uh, reality they, my parents are very grounded and they really like teach me what for them and what for me now it's the really like sense of life so it's like really all about love well i think i think some of that you know i was reading a little bit about about you and um and this past year with with todd's and yeah. one of the things that, you know, what you're talking about growing up in this, this sensibility, it seems like this is also parlayed into or, or tra transferred into what you're doing with Todd's, like th this Italian sensibility in regard. I, I know that there's been, you, you brought in more sustainable endeavors with or sustainable sustainability projects within Todd's, which I think is absolutely. very Italian. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. Because like, um, as you as you say, like I enter in thoughts and I start this journey, like really, uh, I'm not a very like pretentious person. So like I really start with a baby step and just like to make uh, myself part of this group of this big like uh, Italian family because like Mister De La Valle, he, like build the company as like a family. And uh, I try just like to explore and explode the DNA and to to just make it more contemporary and as a as i really care about the environment and the animals i really like obsessed i have two dogs i love countryside i love nature um i really care about the future of our, our child or son or nephew so uh i really was looking for the best way to to be contemporary and to be aware of like our planet. So I start like to, to research about like materials, which were, was like with sustainable treatment, sustainable like uh, provenience. And, uh, and now like my first project, which is coming out like in a few weeks, uh, but I did present it already since my first show. It was the idea of don't like uh, Throw in the garbage everything, but every piece of leather like is uh, like uh, not used for do bags and shoes. It, it's being collected and uh, cutted in triangle and make it in a patchwork uh, design. So like uh, we have no waste, and so we don't have to buy like huge amount of stuff and like uh, have like uh, as I say a lot of wasting. And this is like for me the beginning of like a big journey of sustainability. So you're ups upcycling like leather remnants. Exactly. It's like a matter of upcycling. And uh, and with Mr. De La Valle, we are doing also like other projects. We will be like uh, 
presented soon but like uh, upcycling for me now is the best way to start because like uh, as i'm like uh, I'm, I'm being and i'm still a big consumer i see how much wasting we are in the world and how much like uh, things get the people get bored soon by stuff and uh, it's like um uh, a balance between like recharge and reuse stuff and also like uh, material and also like in the collection and when i'm and i'm working on the shows and the collection of shoes and bag i really like care about doing stuff they really last forever i pretend to do that which timeless as the big t of thoughts means uh for me it's very very important like uh I'm not like I never pretend to be trendy or like something that lasts like six or months or one year, but uh, I really care about the value, about the craftsmanship, about the the chicness more than than the trendy. So like uh, it's it's also that one matter of sustainability in a different way because it's more like uh, in a style side, but I think it's very very important. One thing I read is that you called it. Um... You called it closed with culture and 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 you were speaking particularly about the timelessness of pieces that that last that will be with you um i thought if you don't mind because i i want to introduce to our listeners first i because we jumped right into this i'd like to introduce you which is walter chiaponi and you are the creative director of todd's is that correct sure <laughs> since 2019 and Todd's, I don't, I'm not, you know, I want, I want to tell everybody what Todd's is. Todd's is a, is a heritage brand that started, I think, a century ago, and it started with Filippo della Valle in the Marche, so um, a region on the, the eastern, east, eastern north of Italy, and yeah. um, with with shoes, in particular, the the famous Gomino, right, which is a moccasin with those cute little rubbery studs underneath. Um, and, and that I think is kind of cool because you basically, it, because it's on one level, Todd's is known for that particular shoe. On the flip side, you have this opportunity to, to evolve. Like it's, you know, it's, it, there's, you know, I, I also would like to describe, like, I, I feel, and I would love for, actually, you know what, I'm going to let you describe what you, how, how would you describe the sensibility of the, of Todd's style? Yeah, it's like, as you say, it's a lifestyle. Everything it starts like with this uh, driving shoe which is a very like amazing piece of design because if you can imagine how it's made, how it's built, it's just like a big piece of leather and just in the way you are folding the piece of leather and you get stitched because it's only one piece, uh, it build the, the shoe and instead of have like a, a normal sole, there is like little pebble coming out from the leather. It's really like very, special it meant to be very flexible because it's a driving shoe but uh, and this means so much because it's like a, a shoe is a casual shoe to drive so to to go somewhere like to in your free time to go in vacation to have fun so like i really um embrace this kind of like dna and uh, i build around in very easy way what like the consumer and the man uh, of thoughts uh, is it men and women of course and uh, it's very fascinating because like uh, unless going like more like uh, red carpet or like bling bling i really went from um, 
what I feel more lucky. So to, to like really dress people in the, the time they really enjoy, they really have fun, the free time, um, the more relaxed time. So it's really like uh, what after we all call like Italian lifestyle. So like uh, uh, taking the joie de vivre into a brand and build all around all the systems. So ready to wear, shoe, bag, uh, belt, uh, sunglasses. But it's really all, all meant to be really like um, lifestyle. It's super lifestyle. I mean, I think one of the things that I like about about Todd's, I mean, I and and I actually I, I love I love see, I love Todd's menswear because I think it's very um, it's like that you know it's 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 like the way I describe when I when I what Todd's men menswear for me is like that kind of guy that is very effortless. He's not he's he he's really well put together and. He's not, he's not trying too hard at all, but then you look at that slight detail, you know, or the colors, like a lot of the colors from Todd's, especially also the women's coats, uh, I, I love because they're, they're, they're not the typical color. There's something slightly better, slightly, slightly different. And, and that's, I think it's, it's that attention to detail. It's that, it's that, um, it's just like, a, you know, I, I don't know if you ever watched <laughs> What is it? Um, no, no, I know it's what it's you, you know, it's like it goes to 11. It's just, but it's not in your face. It's not fashion-y. Like, it's not like runway, like you're saying. And it's, it's I so I don't nice. like things when they are too much in your face, especially for these brands. So, like, uh, this is why, like, uh, as you say before, like, I call these clothes and shoe and bag uh, things with culture because it's more about, like, sophistication and also, like, yes. how do you build up a piece? How do you make the construction the color the finishing and uh, how to really like uh, uh, analyze a piece more than like a build up like a total look just uh, just um, to 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 be stylish or to be like in the face of people it's more like intimate and it's more like uh, uh, going more for the uh, made by human side and for the human side, it's really that. Like, I think it's more about emotion and less about like showing off. I, I, that I fully agree. And I think that that when you see, it, it, it really gets translated or transmit, sorry, it really gets transmitted because it's not, it's, it's, it has the effect in my opinion of being very approachable for everybody else. Like it's not, it, it makes us come closer. Like we're like, ah, it, it's, it's attainable. It's, it's like this style that I could potentially be, you know, very easily. I, and, and I think what's really interesting is I think, you know, talking about when you were mentioning Italy in the sixties and seventies and that distinct style, I think that's what you're creating is you're, you're creating a moment of time. You're defining yeah. this moment of time, which on the funny part is that's timeless, you know? Exactly. Because like every piece is are timeless. Like the, the, ta the men's tailoring for men and women, in the 70s like are very like desirable now and it would be desirable forever because the silhouette make you feel somehow like sensual and desirable and uh, the chicness and the graphism of the 60s like i was really looking through like all the what like italia means also for people all around the world and like uh, color the sense of color the sense of like uh, sunlight the sense of uh, uh, happiness and the sense of glamour and uh, what they thought they bring for the first time in thoughts which I really care about because for me it's a very strong emotion it's the sensuality and the desirable side of like human being 
So like there is like a, a bit of erotism in both of the gender, which uh, for me, it makes like feel even more human than before. I like that. I like that. I love that because really like uh, the sensuality, it's something like, especially for, for us, which are like Mediterranean, it's something like very important. It's really like an attitude, you know? It's built in. I mean, it's, it's, and I think, again, I, I think you, you've been able to translate that into, into a style that people, you know, people, I think people already identify or, you know, it, Italian and sensuality, they go kind of hand in hand. And you've been able to, to translate that into the style that, that, you know, that, that you can, that you can see with Todd's that you can put on. Um, exactly. Exactly. I, yeah. I'm, I'm curious, how was, um, how do you feel? Do, do you feel that, um, with the pandemic and this lockdown and then now things are changing with everybody kind of working from home and, and, you know, do you think it's changed fa fashion or change, change, like evolved I, it a little bit? Evolved for sure. Change it. I'm not so sure because like, since like the pandemic, it's like, uh, hopefully like uh, going away, but like people, they were thinking of, I was like, hear many people say like, oh, we have to be more comfort, more relaxed, like tracksuit and gym suit. And uh, uh, I really don't believe about that. People, they really like love to get dressed up and all the people I have around, they really like care about going out and like also being dressed up to going to work or to go out to the weekend. So like the only thing it's really changed, it's like human being more than a style. People, they have like the opportunity to get also even more emotional, like in this moment of like a confinement and also like to stay more close to their family. And uh, it was really intriguing, like to like having a Zoom call with my assistant and see like child going around, going to see the furniture of the house. And uh, they make, and I wanna, I, I really hope it's gonna be like that. They make everybody look, feel more tied to the other. There is those kind of like emotion going on. And uh, they really like a lot of, we did a lot of sacrifice to, to make collection because it wasn't so much easier to, um, to being creative. Uh, because you, I was alone with my dogs in the house and like try to sketch, but after like, uh, uh, going from my sketch to my assistant to the factory to the artist and it was very complicated. Somehow, like after the first lockdown, I decided to move to the factory and really work with the artisan, which was like a very good experience. Where is that in is that in Le Marche, the factory? Le Marche, which is like center of Italy. It's really the opposite side of Rome by mm -hmm. the sea. It's a very beautiful place. The factory is like an amazing piece of architecture. So you, and you moved there? I almost moved there. I was there like uh, every week and I was really like uh, making collection, uh, speaking with the artisan, like working with them, uh, with, with them. And it was very, very interesting actually, because we really like feel uh, more understand and more tied together. It was like really a compromise between creative direction and uh, craftsmanship and designer. That must, I, I would, I would, that must have been so inspiring because, you know, I, I know. Very. Now, you know, something that you just made me think about, um, I feel like it's, you know, when we were talking about upcycling and and now you're talking about being with the, the craftsmen, I feel like that um, it is very part of Italian culture to 
to not to not make waste to use as much as you can i mean i think maybe maybe you know uh what does they call it fast fashion is becoming more popular like with my daughter who's 12 you know of course but, yeah but and, and maybe it's but but i do feel like what you what you've talked about what you were talking about with upcycling is is just you know it, it is very much the italian mentality and craftsmanship okay. is very you know Totally, yeah. But like, uh, when the people uh, tell me, like, and give me this definition of like creative director, sometimes like I thinking about myself more as an artisan. I study like uh, the first, the second school. I, I start like literature school, which is art school, and uh, my dream was like to become um, a sculptor. And um, somehow at the end, like, it didn't come up because it was kind of hard to be a sculptor, like now. Um, but I really feel very, they, I really feel it's very important the human touch when you build up clothes. I really like manipulate and really working with my hands. And I think like uh, it's not only one way to be an artisan, it's not only the one is teaching shoe, but it's also the one like uh, it, it make and it build and it mold like pieces. And trust me, like when I do collection, it's like that. I really build more like in a couture way, uh, clothes around men and human body. Or like cutting vintage pieces and uh, gluing all together, like more like in a patchwork way. But it's really a matter of like being spontaneous and, and being very tactile. It's very interesting and it's very more like, uh, more than doing like a beautiful drawing, it gets you, you feel more like close to what you're doing and more emotional. You give, you, you, you really project the emotion to your work. You know, I, I, I my background is is art as well as is painting, and um, but I, I I'm very tactile, so I totally understand what you're saying. Is is that that putting together is that you're bringing out that emotion? I mean, it's it's that must have been uh, that must be a great experience. It would be a lot of fun actually to see you at the the. Uh, it's the very, it's a lot of fun. I always walking around with my scissor attached to my neck. And like people are very scared because like I start to cut and change and like give a lot of alteration to clothes. But really like it's impossible, I think, like right now to really like uh, make a collection only like bi-dimensional by drawing. It's like flat, it's emotionless for me, like uh, maybe because I'm capable also if like I, I do a very good drawing because I like to draw a lot, like. I spend all my life drawing, but I discovered this way, which it make like clothes looking more spontaneous, more real and more tri-dimensional. Very cool. It's Can very, I very, it's all about like, when I speak about myself, like I, I look like a child because everything for me, it's like really all around emotions. I think that's great. I think I, that, that you're just making me smile because I love hearing that because you, you, you're, I love hearing what you're saying is that you're really putting that passion through your hands, but it's really you that's touching it, that's piecing it together, as opposed to just yeah, simply yeah, like yeah, totally. But also when I make shoes, which is a bit different than making clothes, uh, I really like cut a piece of a piece of man's shoe and I glue it on like uh, maybe a woman last uh, high heels or like uh, vice versa, or like taking a piece of sneaker and like uh, working in a more like feminine way. But it's very like this kind of like uh, mix match and uh, patchworking stuff. Like it's really, really interesting. So essentially you are making sculptures. You're making wearable sculptures. <laughs> kind of. I really love sculpture. I'm so fascinated by sculpture since like uh, 
Canova to Brancusi, all those like masters for me, like a genius. No, I really like uh, get very inspired and very like in love uh, with arts, like from picture to painting to performance, because uh, also performance are very interesting. Uh, but I really get in love. Like sometimes it's really like a long relationship, like. Uh, uh, from some Italian artists from the 1950s, like uh, 60s, like Schifano, to maybe a more young artist, which is like a, a little uh, flat and less uh, love story. But no, I, I, like I know that art, it's really like an amazing world, you know? Do you have, um, you know, you know, I, I love, um, I love like uh, sites, but like uh, on-site installations. Um, I mean, I, I love I love all sorts of things, and I and I too have that visceral response. So, like you know, an Urs Fischer sculpture, I'm like, oh, I love that. But re more recently, I love like massive land art, and where I really want to go, I don't know if you've ever been, is in um, in Sicilia near Trapani, the um, the Cretto. I want to go there. Have you been there? We shot a campaign for Bottega Veneta. No, when you did. When I was working at Bottega, we shot a campaign there. It's an amazing place, amazing. Really, like you, you feel like like you are on the moon. It's beautiful. That I, I mean, just so everybody knows, it's it's a big, big, huge piece by Alberto Guri, and it's it's like one of his crackle pieces, but come into this huge landwork, and that like that's exactly, summer, and it's all very do. white, so it's very like uh, pristine. It looks very beautiful. Very, there is a lot of land around, like and. In Italy, not many, maybe, but this like Burri uh, installation, it's like amazing, amazing. Can can I ask you um, what some of your favorite museums are in Italy? Do you have any favorite museum? Museo Madre in Napoli, Napoli. Ah, okay. I think yes. like um, Museo Na uh, Madre, it's a really like uh, special contemporary art collection, and uh, I was very worried because like they tried to close up because they had no like money to to keep it open but now it's open and there is like most of the best art contemporary art, artists from all around the world and uh, Galleria Borghese in Rome it's very fascinating Museo del Novecento in Milan yes and, that's my favorite uh, it's beautiful and uh, also like I really enjoy like at the beginning of November when Turin turns to a big like uh, giant art fair like artissima and uh, there is like most of the beautiful gallery in italy they are in turin and like um, very like good people very chic and very like uh, alternative and very sophisticated people are there like from uh, sandretto rebaudengo to mario merz the uh, foundation like uh, i always like since first i went like i always get every time very surprised and the first time I went there, like there was like a, a very young artist presenting his, his like um, work, and it was Matthew Barney, and it was like wow. A young Matthew Barney. It was like a young, the, the Crebaster side. It was just like coming out with like remaster, and uh, so since then I say yes, this is like once every year. It's a place to be. You know, I okay. So I remember I saw a Crebaster at the Whitney, like. Barney before Bjork, like ages ago, but a young Matthew Barney, that would be very cool. Yeah. I, I just read, I was just told that um, the Fondazione, um, what is it, Sandra Torre Baudengo. They're opening a, an outdoor sculpture park. So oh, that's, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's just like 
newsflash. I'm going to send you, I'll send you the information. I'll send it to me. Sure. I had the chance to see her once, like uh, maybe at the Vanity Fair party in Milan because she's, she's working with Vanity Fair Italia, I think. And she's one of the most like chic woman ever I see. Like it's so beyond uh, elegance, really. Okay, I'm going to ask you one last question because I know that we have to go. But my last question is this. How would you describe 21st century Italian chic? Nonchalance. Okay. It's a matter of being like with uh, elegant pieces, but like wear it like in the most casual way. It's a matter of contrast. I have to make like uh, uh, sartorial and elegance look sporty. And sometimes vice versa. I like that. I like when like people have this kind of like uh, nonchalant attitude. For me, that's important. Uh, no matter like what they're wearing, it's like really matter of attitude. Okay, I think that is perfect. That sums it up wonderfully. Well, it was great to meet you, Walter. I'm so excited. Great to meet you too. It was a very good chat. It's nice sometimes to talk to people like you. They really open your mind. Thank you. And, and I'm so happy that, you know, I'm, I'm, I was, I'm so happy to hear how much you love art. That makes me really, you know, now it makes even more sense when I see what you do. So thank you. Yeah, it's a biggest like uh, form of expression, no? Like, well, and totally. we have Maurizio Cattelan in Italy, which, which is kind of like the giant of the contemporary art, no? I know. I He's love a genius. him. I love him. You know, what, you know what you also, you know what you have to see, you know who, have you been to, um, have you have you been to Austria Francescana? Have you seen the collection that Botura has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his collection, of, his collection of art is great, and so he's got some pieces. He's got like some great Italian pieces, and I mean, yeah, I think. And I heard like in Milan, like uh, in um, um, in a big like space uh, right outside Milan, they will open like uh, really like uh, um, an entire exhibition on Maurizio Cattelan very soon. Oh, I would love that. He makes me laugh. I, 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 I once was at the Venice Biennale and he was on my, my Vaporetto and I was so excited. It was like, I guess it's like when people see celebrities and I saw Maurizio Catalan and I, I was speechless. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, he's so a happy. genius because like this for me, it's like the most perfect form of contemporary art because he really made art became a concept and yeah. vice versa. Super good. Well, you are super good. And I'm so happy to talk to you. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much for your very time. happy to talk to you. Have a Keep great day. Touch. Okay. Ciao, ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ciao Bella with Walter Chiaponi, the creative director of Todd's. If you'd like to learn more about Todd's, which is a luxury and heritage fashion brand, please visit Todd's.com. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Ciao Bella. If you'd like to know more about today's guest, please visit ciaobella.co and click on the podcast link or go directly to ciaobella.co backslash podcast. Want more Italy? You can find all my episodes on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher. When you have time, subscribe to iTunes and rate the podcast. What are you waiting for? And if you want to be part of the podcast, email me or DM me your Italy questions. To learn more about me and my work, go to my website, ericafirpo.com, and follow my Italy adventures on Instagram at ericafirpo. Ciao, bella! And a very big thank you and hug to Massimiliano Yonta and Dis to Dis Studios, the producers of Ciao, Bella, who continue to make me sound and feel great. 